Welcome to Not the Only One, a St. Matthew podcast for teens on an open, vulnerable, and Catholic journey. Each week, we'll tackle a new topic and do our best to answer those questions you thought you were the only one that wondered about. While we walk together, let us keep our hearts focused on the one, Jesus Christ, who is with us always. Welcome back, you guys. Hey. We are back, not the only one. So excited to have you guys here. We hope that you have been doing well, and we're excited to get back on track. Back at it. Let's do it. Avery Utz, how the heck are you? I'm doing all right. Doing good. Yeah? Very tired. But you know, <laughs> we're here. It's also a rainy day. It is a rainy day. And I think this is the first time we've ever recorded on a rainy day, mm. which is very odd because we've done a lot of recording. But we've always had like stunning weather. So oh, yeah. today it's like those, you know, rainy day vibes. Rainy day vibes. Yeah, it's cool. Chill day vibes. I love it. Curl up on the couch, watch a movie vibes. Basically. Mm-hmm. Or or listen to a podcast. Or listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, in all seriousness, we're excited to be back. Um, I'm really looking forward to the next few weeks because we have a brand new series planned out for you guys. So we are going to be journeying together in this In Good Company series all about the saints. We've talked about quite a few saints so far on this podcast, but we wanted to have some dedicated time to learn more about some of the saints that are near and dear to us and have not gotten the attention that they deserve yet. Mm -hmm. We hope that through this series, through learning more about the life of the saints, um, that they can give us courage, hope, and perseverance to journey every day with Christ. Whether it be from the valleys in our life to those mountaintop peaks, we can choose him each day. And like one of our favorites, St. JP2 says, life with Christ is a wonderful adventure. So to kick off our series, we are going to be learning about Blessed Chiara Badana and Blessed Pierre Giorgio Fersati. They're young, they're incredible, they're radical, and Blessed Chiara is like Avery's girl. So really excited to hear her perspective. She's awesome. She's dope. Uh, But before we get started, I got to ask you a couple questions, Avery. Do you? I do. One, what's something you're grateful for this week? Tell us what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for? Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for a couple things. One, uh, I just ordered myself a couch. Oh yeah, you girls getting a couch. Yes, uh, and so for this be, rainy day, for this rainy day, <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, your girls finally getting a couch that uh, other people can sit on, and oh, nice. I can lay entirely on, and oh. that means people can come over to my apartment, which is fun. Uh, I'm grateful for. Um, I'm like thankful for like the end, the end of faith formation and not in the sense of like, oh my gosh, like I am tired, but it's good to kind of have like the end of this chapter of like seeing how these the teens that have been with us have grown so much and you know we just wrapped up confirmation and all those things um and it's just such a beautiful end to what was on like the front end of it looking like an absolutely insane year Mm -hmm. and it has been and it was but with like a lot of what we kind of like talked about earlier on in the podcast it was just like so many blessings throughout the whole year um so this has been a nice like chapter end page and now that we can begin something new for this summer for the next coming year and all the years afterwards so very grateful for that love the teens it's going to be a good awesome summer um just that also looking forward to a nap at some point hopefully in the near future hopefully in the near future (laughs) oh thank you for sharing that avery 
And then we're talking about saints. Mm. So I got to know. If you could be the future patron saint of anything, you would be the patron saint of? It's a very good question. I posed this to the most close a thousand times this year, <laughs> and I have not thought of an answer myself. So I, like, on, like, a serious side, like, I'd want to be, like, a patron saint of, like, the Eucharist, like, the Mass, and, like, all those things. Um, but, I mean, if there's anything that I, I don't know, like, patron saint of, just, like, cool vibes, chill vibes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a patron saint of good vibes cool, only. good vibes, good vibes only. Um, I don't know, just, uh, like the saints that we're talking about today, just one who, um, took whatever the Lord had and said, yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm not sure where you put that, like how you put that in like one word Mm -hmm. though. Maybe we'll know by the end of this episode. Good vibes only. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So each week we are going to journey with two different saints, learn a little bit about them, uh, what we can learn from them and how they can help us each grow in holiness. So Avery, you want to start us out with Blessed Chiara Badana? What do uh, you? Yeah, tell us a little bit about her. She's great. She is a uh, a younger saint, so in the under twenty range of our saints in our church. Um, she grew up in Italy, just like normal kid. Played tennis, did music, loved Jesus, um, and then had a kind of big change in her life, a big diagnosis, um, and yet even through to the end of her life. Loved family, loved Jesus, loved people. Um, And I just, she's one of my favorite, like, quotable (laughs) saints. Um, And just all the things that she did always pointed towards Christ, everything in her life. Um, And we'll get into more more about that a little bit later. But what about uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati? He's just such a man, Avery. (laughs) He's just amazing. What a man, what a man. Really, um, I mean, he's also a young saint, so uh, was he, he died at the age of 24, so he was fairly young, um, also from Italy, but he loved a good adventure, loved doing outdoorsy things, um, taking a lot of hiking trips, uh, but he also had a great love for serving the poor and also just serving whoever was in front of him, so... He just does an incredible job. He did an incredible job of being able to find Christ every day and help others find Christ every day. Um, and he's known he's known for this like youthful enthusiasm that he has. Um, he's been called the joyful apostle of Christ, man of the Beatitudes. So a great love for adventure, a great and deep love for service, um, and a daily love for Christ. So, I mean, really, these are two of the best, right? Like, these are yeah. two incredible examples for us, which is why I wanted to start with them. Starting this off right. Yeah, right? Um, okay, so Blessed Kiara, I think everyone knows by now she's your girl. So mm-hmm. tell me, what is it about her that inspires you? Yeah, so when I first, I, I mean, I can't even remember when I first really heard about her, probably like college, maybe even high school. Um, but like hearing her story she just like in my opinion you hear about saints that like did crazy stuff and and you know you know gave away crazy did things and went places and did all this awesome stuff and her kind of biography on the front is like on like the kind of top layers very um just normal just like a normal person she you know she grew up she played sports went to school played tennis you know 
all of the stuff. And she was just like a normal, happy little kid. Um, and I love that. And just, um, it was really funny. I, you know, in preparing for this, I'm like, I need to know like more details about her life, looking up an article. And apparently in school, she was like nicknamed sister by her <laughs> school, like her school friends is like, you know, a joke because uh, her devotion to the Catholic faith and Mary and, and all those things. I'm like that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. <laughs> that sounds like something that I that's happened to me before, um, and you know just like very normal. But then when she was 17, she was playing sports and or she was playing tennis and she got this like pain in her shoulder. And so they went to the doctor, and it turns out she was diagnosed with this like really painful form of bone cancer called osteosarcoma, and it basically is essentially like a death sentence like there is not really you know cancer is very hard on the body this type of cancer is very painful invasive and um, doesn't really have a cure and so she but she was always kind of the same person throughout it all she was the same joyful girl when she was younger um, she went to some retreat and the leader of this retreat, like they started kind of like corresponding, like writing letters back and forth. And she gave her the nickname Luce, which in Italian is light. Um, cause your, you know, luminous faith shows your love for Jesus basically. So she's Chiara Luce Badano and all these things. And even throughout her diagnosis and, you know, kind of the decay of her body over time, she still had this light. She, um, while she was in the hospital, she refused morphine as like, you know, this is something that, you know, in, in general is like good. And like the church doesn't ever frown upon taking pain medication when you're going through something like this, whatever. But she, you know, knowingly refused it, wanting to feel as close to Christ in his suffering as she could. And through all that, and then through her stay at the hospital and all the doctors and nurses and their family were just like, what you would never know except for the fact that she was you know bald from chemo and lost like several pounds from her disease like you would never know that this girl was sick she just was so happy and so joyful and all of those things um they <laughs> i forgot this one until i looked it up she and her mom like planned her wedding as like um and so, like, she was going to be a bride of Christ, and they, like, picked a wedding gown and all those things. And that was actually, she wore that at her funeral, and that was her, you know, kind of, quote, wedding that they had planned together. And she was always about leaving behind her friends and family with the light of Christ. Like, never being, like, um, so it's like, don't, don't be sad for me, because if Jesus wants this for me, then I want it too. Um, and then apparently their, the very last, her very last words were, um, be happy because I am like, that's what the last thing she said. Um, just beautiful, beautiful life of, of like just this kind of, um, acceptance of whatever comes and that even in the midst of your suffering or your pain, whatever it is that, that God has had in, in store for you you're still doing or you can still do God's work. Like just because I'm suffering and I'm going through stuff doesn't mean I can't still be, you know, following God and what he wants for me. Cause that's what she did. She was still, you know, being light. She was still showing God's love to everyone around her, even though she was going through a lot. Um, and that just her whole story just means so much. And she, 
she died at like the age of 19 and um, she was, you know, venerated, beatified and all those awesome things and still on the road to sainthood as just this model of no matter, um, sanctity does not require like a long life or a crazy life or like you have to have done all these things, but just a life that no matter how long it is or what you do with it is lived for God. That's what that's what sanctity is, that's what holiness is, that's what becoming a saint is um, and is all about. That's so beautiful, Avery. Thank you for sharing all of that. It reminds me of something we've talked about a lot that we talked about this on the Blessed Carlo episode as well of holiness is not, it's not necessarily like checking off things to, like it's not checking off of the things to do list. Mm-hmm. And so there might be habits that these saints have that we want to pick up or we might want to incorporate into our life but it's exactly what you said it's it's loving god to our fullest capacity each day it's not necessarily like a checking off you know checking off the boxes and blessed kiara is so powerful in her example because she was so young and had such a great maturity to be able to accept suffering use suffering for good and still like find such joy each day. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that stood out to me, you had said before just that she was very good at being able to be a gift to the people like immediately in front of her, like whoever was kind of just in her life at the time. And you shared that story about the girl that was in the hospital with her. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah, share yeah, a little yeah. bit about that? So she, and I, I couldn't find this later, but I remember hearing a story. So when she was in the hospital, going through treatment and all that, she uh, apparently one of the girls next door in the hospital, she was um, basically placed there on suicide watch, you know, very depressed. Um, and her and Kiara basically like formed a very good friendship. Like at that point, Kiara couldn't walk like she lost mobility in her legs. Um, but they would go through kind of like the yard, like talking and um, laughing and being, you know, two 18 year old girls just having fun and all of that. So even in the midst of like these two girls who are both going through a lot. Um, you know, still being like friendship is, is one of those forms of love, like true love. Um, and being able to kind of bring light to both of them going through darkness was so, that's another part of her story. That's just so amazing. I think what's, it's, it's almost like, uh, kind of backwards, but what's radical about her, like is her simplicity Mm -hmm. that like what you said, she did live. Like she was a normal teenager, you know, which gives us a lot of hope. That gives us a lot of courage. So now on to Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati. Let's do it. Tell us more about him. Let's do it. So when I first learned about uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio, the thing that stood out to me the most was actually after he had passed. So most people didn't really know the amount of service that he was doing all throughout the week and kind of this dedication that he had to serving the poor until after he had died because at his funeral there were like all of these people that his family was like who are these people who is here and um it was the people that he had served and so that's always i think that's always just really uh it's just really stuck with me because a you don't know always the impact that you're having on other people right you don't always know the positive impact that you're having and so you wouldn't want that to limit you from the incredible work that you could do for God in your life, especially at a young age. So I've always just been very struck that somebody that young could dedicate their life to the poor, could do so much service, um, and just put other people above themselves. 
But yeah, I mean, he was also just like a really fun guy. That kind of strikes me as like JP too, like just very adventurous in that sense, you know, like outdoorsy um, and just likes to do those kinds of things. But he really had just a great uh, love and reverence for the Lord. He was incredibly devoted to Mother Mary, um, incredibly devoted to the Eucharist. He actually got, I guess this was kind of rare at, either for his area or the time, I'd have to go back and look, but he was able to receive the Eucharist daily. And so he also was not bashful about his faith. So he was someone that was very good at like, even if they were just going on a hike, like talking about talking about God while they're going on the hike or inviting his friends to pray the rosary um, or inviting them to mass. And so that's always struck me too. Like not only his uh, love for service, but that he was, he was, to me, he's radical and bold in his faith because it was such a part of everything that he did every day that not only could other people see that, but he was very, he was very good at the invitation, you know, at, at bringing other people closer to Christ. And so similar to Blessed Chiara, he did die at a young age. He died at 24 from polio, which a lot of doctors think that he got from serving the poor. But yeah, I mean, his funeral is just a great testimony to his servant heart. And uh, I just think he's incredible. It's just like, you know, like just like a young guy that was adventurous for the Lord. Yeah. I don't know. He gives me a lot of hope. Like he just gives me a lot of courage and to keep doing more and to like not make excuses when it comes to serving others. And when I was, when we were heading over here, it made me think of, um, it made me think of the piece of scripture of uh, the poor widow. This is from Mark. It's from chapter 13. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury, for they have all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she from her poverty has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. And so when we like look at some of the things that Blessed Pierre Giorgio did, it looks a lot like that. So when I was uh, looking up more about him, like one of the things he did, again, kind of like that simplicity that you were talking about with Blessed Chiara, but one of the things he would do is like instead of using his money uh, to take like bus fare, like he would give the money to the poor and then walk home. There's a, there's a story of one day uh, a mother with her young son came up to him begging for food and he noticed that the child was barefoot and took off his shoes and gave his shoes to the boy um, and then took in the mom and the child to his family uh, to, to get them a meal and to get them that nourishment. Um, so, so he was just like kind of the like give you the shirt off of my pack kind of guy. So he reminds me that um, like we always have something that we can give, whether it be time, talent, or treasure. There is always a way that we can give to those in need. And that that, if we are going to be followers of Christ, has to be a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I love his, and his, again, the quotables. The quotables. Yeah, love the tell quote. us about that. I love a good quotable. Um, <laughs> He's got a big one. <laughs> and actually, we talked about this last semester with Middle School when we were talking about the Mass. Um, and his line, his kind of quotable put on a print shirt line is very many stickers on many stickers, um, <laughs> uh, is verso l'alto, which, um, in Italian means to the heights. And it's this expression of, yeah, you said he's like adventurous. He likes rock climb, um, going to those heights and the kind of, um, zeal and, and kind of joy you get from those things, but also in the sense of 
to the heights of my faith, like of what I can give to the Lord, what I could give to others, um, the heights to where God is. It reminds me of the of C.S. Lewis a little bit um, from the last battle and one of the lines when they get to sort of Narnia heaven is um, further up and further in because they keep going like higher and farther and like up a waterfall and like closer and closer and closer to where essentially, you know, God in, in that universe is um, just like further up and further in. And, you know, in heaven, like you're cons- constantly growing closer to God, but because God is infinite, like there's always more to know. And so like to the heights of like, getting as close to God as I possibly can in this, in this life. And then like forever. That's beautiful. It makes me think, so not only is there like, there's always more to know about God. Mm -hmm. Right. And even like the church, like there's always more to learn about our faith, but also thinking about just like that relationship with God. Like when you love somebody, we can always love them better and love them more. And so with, in our relationship with God, it's similar in that, like we can always fall more in love with him in new ways. And I think we hear from the teens a lot like, oh, I'm either in a good space in my faith or I'm in a bad space in my faith. And so it makes me think of that in the sense that like, no, like we're just constantly striving to know him more and love him more and ultimately hopefully serve him more and serve him better. But yeah, that's awesome. It's just exciting, right? <laughs> like it's it's yeah. hopeful, inspiring. And, you know, that's that's why we love the saints is not only – can they be uh, an example? They, they can be. They can be an example for you. They can be a friend to you. And, of course, they can pray for you as well, which is huge. It's the same as you say in Avery. I need, I need prayers right now. Can you, can you pray for this? Or, Lauren, I need you to keep this in your prayers this week. Ask these saints to pray for you. They've lived good and holy lives and love the Lord and are in heaven now and can help you in this road of discipleship. We obviously have these people to look up to, but we also want to be seeking holiness in the best way that I can, right? Mm-hmm. In the best way that you can. Um, and so, yes, they give us hope and courage and confidence and all of those things that we need in this faith journey. But, and <laughs> we also hope that you are like trying to figure out how to do this in your own way. You know, we talk a lot about like, what are the gifts and talents that you have? What are the things that you notice that maybe others around you don't? What are the ways that the Holy Spirit is calling you to act today? And you may not have the answer to any of those questions right now, and that's good and okay too. We have to start somewhere. And so bring that to prayer, start to think about it. And if you have no clue where to start on this saint journey, we hope that you will keep following with us in this series. All right, before we pray, any closing thoughts, Avery? Yeah, I just want to, um, you were talking about Blessed Chiara and Blessed Pierre Georgia Frasati. Um, just together what, what we thought that they, they come together and kind of help show us that being, being young is not an impediment to being a saint. And um, there is always something to give, even when you've lost like with Kara, like maybe you've lost everything or you feel like you've lost everything. There's still love to give one thing. Um, I kind of like skipped over. Is one thing she's like, she, yeah, she lost mobility. She lost her health, all that. Um, but she said something like, um, but I still have my heart. And with that, I can still love. Yeah. And like, 
Blessed Pierre, George That's Hassan. what it's about, right? It's all about. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, would give away just everything. And Literally the shoes off of his feet. Shoes off his feet, shirt off his back for the people of God, for yeah. the face of Jesus that he sees in the, in the poor and the needy. Um, so there's always stuff to give. And that, in our world, is a very radical thing, mm-hmm. that there's always something that you can give. Oh, we can keep going on that, but that'll be too long of an episode. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and close in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty Father, source of all charity and champion of the poor and weak, encourage us all to be more generous to those less fortunate than ourselves. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you showed us how to love one another and how to lay aside our selfishness. Jesus said that whatever we do to the least of our poor brothers and sisters, we do for him. Inspired by that call, may we imitate your servant, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati, who was aflame with zeal for you and deeply moved with compassion for the less fortunate. Through your Holy Spirit, inspire us to be imitators of his generosity and to become examples of holy charity alive in your church. Amen. Amen. Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati, pray, pray for, for us. us. Blessed Chiara Badana. Pray, Pray for, for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so that prayer was from this beautiful prayer card that Avery got for a bunch of our middle schoolers mm-hmm. this past spring. And we have extra Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati prayer cards and medals. Check out our Instagram at stmat underscore ym. We've been posting some things about it. But if you would like a prayer card and a medal, let us know, and uh, we'll mail it to you. Maybe even with a little handwritten note mm. from, you know, the two of us. One more, one more cut you want, peeps. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening again this week. We are excited to journey with some more saints in these upcoming weeks. We are praying for you. We hope that you are doing well. Make sure, again, follow us on Instagram and check out the church website for all of the good podcast info. Avriettes. You're a rock star. Thank you for joining us again this week. Lauren Piercefield, thanks for letting me come and hang out. (laughs) Have a wonderful week and know that you are in our prayers. Bye, you guys. Bye, y'all.